Welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. I'm Serafina. And I'm Mary. And today is our 13th episode that we are posting on Thursday the 13th. And the topic we are covering today is the lucky number 13. And I have to tell you guys, we just found out that today is our 13th episode. We did not plan this. Uh, the fates just happened to align for us. And we love that. We do love it. Serafina, what movies are you looking forward to seeing? So I am looking forward to seeing The Invitation. Oh, yeah, that one looks incredible. I'm really, I mean, I've heard, like, some people don't like it and some people love it. And I think because we both are big book readers and, like, we like kind of like the dark romance fantasy stuff, uh, we'd have a lot of fun with that. And then the other one that I might steal right out of your mouth is The Barbarian. Yeah, I did actually go and see that one. Oh, you did? Yeah, last week. Uh, oh. It has a very good reviews online. It was okay. See, I've seen some bad reviews. Okay, yeah. Like I pacing was kind of weird until the end. Pacing was very weird. Yeah? Yeah, I would agree with that. Well, you know, I typically, anything to do with a scars guard, I have fun with. Love him. He's great in literally anything. any any role he plays, but especially his darker stuff, I yeah. think he's absolutely incredible. I've, does he do not darker stuff? Not to be completely ignorant, but I've only ever seen him in dark stuff. I think I've only ever seen him like in dark stuff. Castle Rock and Pennywise and now The Barbarian. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen him in anything. I don't, other. yeah, I don't think I But to be honest, his, like, I don't want to say, like, his hotter brother, but, like, his brother, like, he, he's, like, a model. Like, that's right. what he does. Uh, he's in Big Little Lies, and he's not a great guy either. So, like, what's going on? And then their father is the asshole in Dune. So, like, what's up with that family? Darkness. I have questions. Um, no, well, I'm glad to hear that you saw it already. I'm waiting for it to come out somewhere where I don't have to go see it in theaters. I don't do horror movies in theaters very well. It's a little too immersive for me, and I'm a little baby. <laughs> um, what else? What else is out there? I'm looking forward to seeing Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That one's already out. I think it's an A24 movie. Don't quote me, oh, but I it looks very A24. good. Me as well. Um, also, Pearl is the other one that is coming out soon. It's supposed to be like a precursor to the movie X that's an A24 movie. I haven't seen X yet, so the plan mm. is to see that and then go see Pearl. I actually love seeing horror movies in the theater. I'm sure you do, you creepy bitch. <laughs> so we do record our episodes a little earlier. Of course, we have to like edit them and, and post them. But the Don't Worry Darling spoilers oh, yeah. came out. This week that we're recording this, and that was a movie I was looking forward to going to see. Have you seen the spoilers? I have not. Okay, so um, I also don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but I also think it's important to talk about this. So if you really want to go see that and you don't want any spoilers, please skip ahead. I won't talk about this for longer than like 30 seconds. Um, but there needs to be a trigger warning on this movie because the whole thing is like, the main character is being, like, drugged to be kept in a coma to be, like, assaulted. <gasps> yeah. And uh, they don't show that anywhere in the trailer. They don't they do warn not. anybody any of that in the trailer. And I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't say whether it's handled right or wrong. Right. But, like, it was uh, advertised as, like, a movie about, like, female pleasure and, like, female empowerment mm -hmm. and then the spoilers came out and I was like that's not what this is at all and I'm really disappointed so I actually don't think I'm gonna go see it in theaters like I had planned to um, I think I'm gonna wait for it to come out somewhere and I'm really sad about that because I love Harry Styles and I love Florence Pugh and to have two great actors in a movie that I think is gonna be about what I think it's gonna be about 
I'm a, I'm really upset about it. Yeah, I don't a like horror that. movie of its own kind, mm. which I don't really <laughs> like. And of course, there's so much drama surrounding that and all of this stuff already on top of it. But then, for these giant spoilers to come out, nah, I no. can't do it. So instead, I'm gonna wait for My Policeman to come out on Amazon. That's another Harry Styles movie that's coming out, um, where he gets to play a gay police officer, and I'm excited to see how Hell that goes. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, so, Serafina, what oddity are you feeling like today? Girl, I am feeling like one of those owl pellets that you used to dissect in science class. Yep. But, like, I have, like, a full rat mandible in there, you know, like a, a good treasure in that owl Yeah, poop. that's great. Um, I am feeling like a very well-framed spider web that mm. someone caught from the wild. I saw one of those recently. Empty of spiders. So cool. But we're beautiful nonetheless. Yep. So let's go ahead and get into the episode then. So I wanted to start with going over what the fear of Friday the 13th is, kind of break it down, and then go through each section. We are not going to be talking about Friday the 13th, the movie. As we all know, I am a big horror movie fan, but we're going to do the history of slashers at some other time. That movie's not going to be covered in today's episode, so any references to Friday the 13th are actually talking about the day, Friday the 13th. So, the fear of Friday the 13th is actually a combination of the fear of the number 13 and the day Friday. While the fear of the number 13 and the fear of Fridays can be traced back fairly far, the fear of Friday the 13th can only be traced back to the second half of the 19th century. In my notes here I have, it's always the Victorians, isn't it? Because always. I think we found out that for the most part it is. So, Serafina, do you have any opinions about the number 13 or Friday the 13th? How do you feel about it? Um, I don't know if I really have any feelings about it. I mean, I think it's interesting. I don't particularly get, like, unlucky vibes from it. I don't know if I'm necessarily, like, a super superstitious person, but I do think it's funny that hotels don't have a 13th floor. That's, like, my, own opi my only opinion about it. Yeah, that's totally fair. I actually like the number 13 unlike most people but that's because i usually identify with the weird yeah you're a so counterculture vulture for sure always always and forever <laughs> so let's start by talking about the fear of the number 13 so the fear of the number 13 is also known as truscadecophobia it is a very long word i probably mispronounced it it's not a pretty good some say that the fear of 13 stems from the fact that it's after the number 12. 12 is considered to be the, quote, perfect number in the ancient world. Really? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Most calendars have 12 months. A single day is comprised of two 12-hour half days, etc. Western cultures also associate the number 12 with completeness. There are 12 days of Christmas, 12 months, and zodiac signs, 12 labors of Hercules, 12 gods of Olympus, and 12 tribes of Israel, just to name a few. Wow. I've never heard that nor put that together. I know. As soon as I saw them all laid out, I was like, okay, there yeah, it is. that tracks. So because of this, 13 is considered to be too much or imperfect, making it something we can easily add superstition to. Hmm. Others say that the fear stems from two ancient important events. I had to learn about things from the Bible oh. for this particular subject. So let's start with the Bible here. In the Bible, Judas is the 13th guest to arrive at the Last Supper. 
also known as Dinner with the Boys. Dinner with the Boys. Yield Supper with the Fellows. The overall narrative that is shared in all gospel accounts that leads to the Last Supper is that after the triumphal entry into Jerusalem early in the week and encounters with various people and the Jewish elders, Jesus and his disciples share a meal towards the end of the week. After the meal, Judas betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, identifying him with a kiss in front of Roman soldiers. He's then arrested, tried, and then crucified. I did watch a couple YouTube videos about the history of Friday the 13th, the number 13, and Friday. And in one of the YouTube videos I watched, it stated that there's no proof that the guests arrived in any particular order mm. to say that he was actually the 13th, but that's the assumption. In Norse mythology, Loki arrived as the 13th guest to a dinner, throwing off the even number of 12. According to the Prose Edda and Poetic Edda, the goddess Frigg, Baldur's mother, made everything in existence swear never to harm Baldur except for mistletoe, which she found too unimportant to ask. During this dinner party, the gods amused themselves by trying weapons on Baldur and seeing them fail to do any harm. Loki, upon finding out about Baldur's one weakness, made a spear from mistletoe, and helped Hodur shoot it at Baldur. I've also seen this spear be referenced as an arrow, so I'm just going to mention arrow and spear, because mm. they're both in there. The spear slash arrow ultimately killed Baldur, because it had mistletoe on it, the one thing that could kill Baldur. So he was trying to help, and ended up killing him? No, Loki was trying to do Loki things, and he succeeded in doing Loki things. Oh, okay. This is supposedly the first action in the chain of events that led to the death of the gods during Ragnarok. Oh. So that's why Norse mythology doesn't really like the number 13 either. Yeah, I get it. So some events associated with the number 13, but not specifically on a Friday, are Apollo 13 was launched on April 11th, 1970 at 1313 CST and suffered an oxygen tank explosion on April 13th at 2107 CST. It returned safely to Earth on April 17th. I've heard about that one, Apollo 13. That's usually a big one. Mm -hmm. But I did not know about 1313. That's a lot. On that the 13th? Um, it was not on the... Yes. On the 13th, is what you said, right? And April 13th? suffered an oxygen tank explosion on April 13th, yeah. Wow. Yep. The Code of Hammurabi, one of the world's oldest legal documents, which may or may not have superstitiously omitted a 13th rule from the list. So some people say that this was actually a clerical error and um, think that some person who was just making the list skipped 13, so they're not 100% sure mm. that that was due to superstition at all. It was proclaimed by the Babylonian king Hammurabi, who reigned from 1792 to 1750 BC, Hammurabi expanded the city-state of Babylon along the Euphrates River to unite all southern Mesopotamia. The Hammurabi Code of Laws, a collection of 282 rules, established standards for commercial interactions and set fines and punishments to meet the requirements of justice. The Hammurabi's code was carved onto a massive finger-shaped black stone pillar that was looted by invaders and finally rediscovered in 1901. So all of these rules are on a giant pillar, wow. and they just so happen to skip the number 13. Southwest Airlines Flight 1380 suffered an uncontained engine failure due to the failure of the number 13th fan blade on the number one engine on April 17, 2018. A passenger who was partially sucked out of a window as a result of the damage later died from her injuries. Oh, wow. 13th fan blade. Unlucky. 
Unlucky number 13. <laughs> so, some things that boost the superstition. Traditionally, there were 13 steps to the gallows. I don't know who made that really? decision, but that person <laughs> really done did it. Um, wow. A witch's coven traditionally has slash had 13 members. Now, when you say coven, it's just a group of witches. The number 13 mm-hmm. doesn't really happen, but ooh, spooky witches and the old-timey. Ooh, spooky. 13 letters in a name means that a person is cursed. So some examples of people with 13 letters in their names are Charles Manson, Jack the Ripper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Theodore Bundy, and Albert DiSalvo. 13. All 13? 13. How many letters does Evan Peters have? <laughs> that's a great question. Did you know that they casted him as Jeffrey Dahmer? He's going to be so great yeah, in that role. that's going to be wild. Wild. Many ships, including cruise liners, have omitted having a 13th deck. Instead, the decks are numbered up to 12 and skip straight to the number 14. Yeah. And as you were saying earlier, hotels, buildings, and elevator manufacturers have also avoided using the number 13 for rooms. Some airplanes also skip over the 13th row. Really? I didn't know that one. I didn't know that one either. Um, some cities and towns sometimes skip over the 13th street. I feel like I have heard that one. But that one's very interesting. When we build our mansion, can we name our road 13th street? Thir- absolutely. Right, of course okay. we can. That is a great plan. So that's the fear of the number 13. But let's talk about the fear of Friday. I have never heard of the anyone. The fear of Friday? The fear of Friday. You mean not everybody's working for the weekend? Not everyone is working for the weekend. Oh, good to know. For their you know, happy hour drinks. So, Odin's wife, Frigg, who we talked about earlier, is the person who inspired the English word for Friday. Friday literally means day of Frigg. Frigg was a powerful goddess of love and fertility. However, Christianity ruined everything like they always do. Hmm, surprise. And they changed the queen's story so that she was a mountain-dwelling witch who planned her upcoming evil every Friday. No. (laughs) Returning to the Bible... Jesus was also crucified on a Friday, although this is now called Good Friday, which is kind of interesting. Other Christianity things that are said to have occurred on Friday are Eve giving Adam the apple, Cain killing Abel, and the Great Flood. I mean, those are all true. That's That's a lot. Friday's pretty iconic. (laughs) Um, One of the YouTube videos I watched, which I will name them at the end of this because I do want to give them credit, said that the claims of these events happening on a Friday are fairly unfounded, but I did think it was interesting to include nonetheless. I mean, I'm just saying, if they're true, it's pretty wild. Absolutely. In the Canterbury Tales, Geoffrey Chaucer said some of misfortune that had befallen his characters that, quote, and on a Friday fell all this mischance, end quote. Whoa. Spooky. In 1592, a pamphlet entitled Green's Groats Worth of wit published in London and supposedly written by English author Robert Greene included the line, quote, the fox made a Friday face counterfeiting sorrow, end quote. So this is like a known thing. This is a known thing. Wow. Friday was also considered to be hangman's day in both Britain and later America because it was usually when people who had been condemned to death would be hanged. So they had to walk up 13 steps to die on a Friday. On hangman's day. That's some shit. That is absolutely some shit. So then why did people become scared of Friday the 13th? We're just scared of 13 and Friday, so what the hell happened? There is a name for the fear of Friday the 13th. I'm not going to try to say it on this podcast, but I will spell it so that you understand why I'm not. P-A-R-A-S-K-E-V-I-D-E-K-A-T-R-I-A-P-H-O. 
B-I-A. I'm afraid of that word. It's a horrifying word. Very scary. So every year on Friday the 13th, the travel industry loses billions of dollars because people do significantly less travel on this day, which funnily enough makes this day actually safer to travel on because there's significantly less people traveling. So in 1882, William Fowler of New York City formed a society known as the 13th Club. Its purpose was to disprove as many superstitions as it could. It had 13 members, held dinners on the 13th of every month with 13 courses. During dinners, they regularly spilt salt, crossed forks, and would break looking glasses. Its initiation fee was $1.13. Why wouldn't it make it $13? Right, just make it even. Let's go. The club had taken aim at the two separate superstitions, the number 13 and Fridays, but made no mention of a combination of the two. In order to combat fears at the same time, the club would meet when it could on that date. This may have accidentally caused the combination of the two, particularly as the popularity of the club grew to new branches. They were credited with encouraging executions to be held on days other than Friday, so that by 1895, Friday was no longer known as Hangman's Day. Really? Yeah, they did job. That's powerful. It's pretty impressive. And also kind of ironic. Right? They're like... And also kind of iconic, you know? Absolutely both. (laughs) They said, we don't want you believing in these superstitions, however, here's a new superstition for you. Right, here's a new one. So, let's talk about some things that actually did happen on Friday the 13th that are spooky scary. Mm -hmm. Most importantly, with the fall of the Knights Templar. I'm gonna deviate into this a little bit because it's insanely interesting. Yes, please, I I wanna hear all about it. So, the Knights Templar was founded around... 1118 as a monastic military order devoted to the protection of pilgrims traveling to the Holy Land following the Christian capture of Jerusalem during the First Crusade. The Knights Templar quickly became one of the richest and most influential groups of the Middle Ages thanks to lavish donations from the crowned heads of Europe, eager to curry favor from the fierce knights. Basically, they were holy special forces. Of course, they'd be rich, they'd be spreading the Christian nonsense, and they'd be (laughs) killing people. Yeah. I was watching one of those YouTube videos that stated the knights were the inventor of the check, also. The check. The check? The check. The Knights Templar invented the check. Weird. What? Okay. (laughs) All right. By the turn of the 14th century, the Templars had established a system of castles, churches, and banks throughout Western Europe. The end began in the early morning hours of Friday, October 13th, 1307. King Philip IV of France sees this organization as something that is out of his control, a direct threat to his power. He also needs money to fund the many wars he's waging. The now rich order of the Templars appears to be the perfect solution to his troubles. He needs to get money, he needs to get him out, he's worried that they're going to take control. On this day, the king's men arrest the Grand Master of the Order of the Templars, Jacques de Molay, and his closest cooperatives. The king accuses the order of heresy, of renouncing Christ, and spitting on a cross during a clandestine initiation ritual. He also accused them of sodomy, which was outlawed in the Middle Ages. Of course, they always have to throw that in there. Gotta throw it in there. We're mad about everything, but especially that. And they were accused of Satanism, namely worshipping a demon called Baphomet. I'm just saying, Baphie gets a bad rep. Baphie does get a bad rep. really the worst. It's so sad. It is very upsetting. I love Baphie. The knights are forced into dungeons, and the infamous trial of the Templars begin. 
The trial lasts for seven long years, during which the knights are kept in dark, worm-filled, and rat-infested cells and subject to all medieval tortures you can think of. After this, unable to stand the conditions, the monks finally forced to confess. Many try to defend the Templars, and they try to defend themselves, but the trial is absolutely a farce. Yeah. They're basically set up for failure. Wow. The trial finally ends with Jacques de Molay being burned at the stake. Ouch. While dying in flames, he calls upon the King Philip and the Pope Clementine, demanding a trial in front of God. He says, not a year will pass before you both will join me in death. And guess what? They both died what? within a year. Mm. This is known as the curse of Jacques de Molay. That is what we call manifestation. He said, Damn. get fucked. And get fucked they did. Wow. The Buckingham Palace was bombed on September 13th, 1940. The bombs hit both the palace and its chapel. Wow. Yeah. So March 13th, 2020 could be considered the first official day of the COVID-19 pandemic in the U.S. You know what? I I remember that happening and me being like, it's the 13th. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. After a week of increasingly horrifying COVID-19 updates, President Trump declared a national emergency due to the pandemic. That's the day I canceled my wedding. Oh, yikes. Tupac succumbed to his injuries and died on Friday, September 13th, 1996. Are you serious? I did not know that. I didn't I did, know that either. I had no clue. This next bullet, I'm just doing an overview. We do not cover true crime on this podcast. I don't think that we ever will. No. I don't like that. <laughs> it's hard to do it ethically. But it's very important to mention this particular one. So, uh, Kitty Genovese, a Queens resident, was brutally attacked and murdered on March 13th, 1964. According to New York Times, Genovese was assaulted and killed by Winston Mosley inside her apartment building. The crime is famous because reportedly 38 people heard the attack and none of them called the police, making the bystander effect a household term. What the fuck? Yeah, this murder is absolutely crazy. There's a lot of layers to it. I have listened to a couple podcast episodes on it and it is very crazy. There's also some sources out there that say that that's not actually how it happened, mm. but there are many textbooks out there that mention this case when they're talking about the bystander effect, so it gotcha. felt important to include it here. The Costa Concordia cruise ship ran aground off the coast of Italy on January 13th, 2012. According to Vanity Fair, it became the largest passenger ship ever wrecked with almost double the number of people on board than on the Titanic. 32 people died and the captain was convicted of manslaughter in 2015. Wow. And there's many, many more. There are natural disasters, anything you can think of that happen on Friday the 13th. Did you know that the 13th book of the series of unfortunate events came out on October 13th, Friday the 13th? What? 2006. Yeah. That was one, that on purpose? That's like, yeah, yeah I'm sure it was. I'm sure, yeah. That was like deep in my brain when I was a kid being like, whoa, look at what they did. Whoa. This and now look at us here today. 13, 13, 13. 13, that's 13, pretty wild. 13. Well, that's pretty much a high-level overview of the fear of Friday the 13th, the fear of Friday, which I didn't even know existed, and the fear of the number 13. Did you have any questions, Serafina? Um, a little. Maybe a few. Okay. Is there any other number that people are afraid of? That's not like 666? 
So there are other numbers that people are afraid of, aside from 666, which we all know is mm -hmm. the other the other big bad, if you will. Uh, tetraphobia is an irrational fear of the number four, and it's common in a lot of East Asian countries like China and Japan. The reason is quite simply, in a lot of East Asian languages, the word four sounds a lot like the word for death. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, I have heard that. Okay. That's really interesting. Hmm. Well, be careful on those days. Yeah. Definitely. I can understand that. Um, my other question is how common is Friday the 13th? Cause I feel like, I feel like I hear about them. What? Like once a year, maybe like, I don't feel like they're that common, but it seems like so many things happen on 13th. Yeah. It's not that common, but each Gregorian 400 year cycle contains 146,097 days, which is 365 times 400 equals 146,000 normal days plus 97 leap days. So 146,097 divided by 7 equals 20,870 weeks. Thus, each cycle contains the same pattern of days of the week and thus the same pattern of Fridays that are on the 13th. The 13th day of the month is slightly more likely to be on a Friday than any other day of the week. Wow. On average, there's a Friday the 13th once every 212 days compared to Thursday the 13th, which compares only once every 213.59 days. Huh. So that's why sometimes it's like there's two in a year and then sometimes there's only one in a year. Right. I think the max is like three or something like that. Well, I mean, if it's... To, uh, maybe Let's like not try a, to math. Yeah, leap year. That's so interesting. I, I never would have uh, thought they were that common. I Because I think growing up I was told like the calendar resets every year and like every four years you can reuse a calendar, right? Or something like that. I've never heard that before. It's I was like Maybe it's like seven years or something. I can't remember. Don't quote me on anything. So I was like, oh, we only have like a, couple, like a Friday the 13th like every so many years. But clearly, I mean, things keep happening on them all the time. How interesting to have all of these events go down when you're really only getting one or two in a whole year. But when you're blowing it out of proportion and freaking out, it sounds I mean, like they're more true. often, right? And then I guess my last question is, how is Friday the 13th connected to people spiritually? I mean, and I'm talking non-Christianity-wise, like, is it a day that people typically are doing rituals or doing anything for it? Like, is it celebrated within any type of craft because I don't feel like in my circles I've heard a lot about it but I feel like there has to be some circles that do use it as a powerful energy day. I would maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm enough. not sure. I've never heard of anything but um, my works are mostly Norse based which tracks and they yeah. don't like Friday the 13th. Yeah. Because Loki be doing Loki things. Loki do be doing Loki things. Um, I did say earlier that I was going to mention the two YouTube videos that I watched just to in case you wanted to watch them. One of them was Friday the 13th, Bad Luck Folklore by Mythology Unleashed. The other video was Curse of the Friday the 13th, It's History by It's History. Sweet. And those will also be in our show notes. We do try to include all of our sources in our links in our show notes here and on our public RSS feed. So if you guys are looking for those, that's where you're going to be able to find them. The entire list of sources. All of it. And our links as well, if you want to come hang out with us on, on the web. Yep, on the social means. The means, for sure. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today and learning about a couple new fears. 
maybe you're now afraid of Fridays. <laughs> if that's the case, I apologize. But thank you so much for your time, and stay odd, Arcadia.